Hello and welcome to Ruben Uncut. Um, unfortunately, I need to make some announcements before this episode. Uh, first of all, we are going to be talking about Kanye West. And Kanye West is going to say some things that are anti-Semitic. And he's going to make very bad arguments. And it's probably going to be offensive. However, the more important thing, the thing that's really driving Ruben Bonkers right now, is that after I recorded this episode, like literally, I recorded this episode and I sat down and I was done for the night and I was like, oh, let's just see what's going on on the internet now. Oh, what do you know? Kanye West went on Infowars where he went full fucking Nazi, like Nazi out the ass. Like it's uh, the timing of my show is now basically moot because he's full on Nazi now. It's I've seen part of the interview. It's ridiculous. Even more ridiculous than the interview you're about to hear. Which is why, of course, I'm going to have to make a part two where I watch the Alex Jones interview with Kanye West, which I will tell you right now, this episode, what I'm watching right now, the episode you're about to watch is like a five or a six on the bonkers scale. But this Alex Jones interview that Kanye went on, it's like a 10 on the bonkers scale. Like, holy shit. Like, I guess what I'm saying is I feel vaguely irrelevant releasing this episode now. Now that it's now the Kanye thing is just totally gone batshit bizarre. Like the mask is off. Ironically, he's wearing a mask in the interview. Uh, But. The point is, damn the passage of time and damn my pre-set scheduling of my episodes that because it, it's, it doesn't allow me to react as fast as I could to things. But then again, at the same time, if I'm constantly just reacting to things as they happen, my podcast episode's going to age like fine milk. Uh, but still, I'm annoyed. Uh, if only... Tim Pool hadn't pushed back on Kanye. Maybe Kanye would have lost his shit on Tim Pool instead. But no. Now I've got to watch the Alex Jones show, which is sort of like an alcoholic having to go into a bar to do karaoke. Like, it'll be rough. But that's what you'll have to look forward to on Monday. Ah, well, I hope you enjoy this show, even though it's not as relevant as I had planned on it being. Oh, well, welcome to the show howdy do ladies and gentlemen ruben uncut here uh today's very special episode we're gonna be talking about kanye west that's right finally talking about kanye west but more specifically i'm gonna be watching a video because kanye west was recently on 
And I, I have to apologize here. I, this is not normally a person I would expose my audience to. Uh, but he was on Tim Pool. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with Tim Pool, also, by the way, he, I will try to refer to him as Ye West. <clears throat> or Ye West? Ye West? Ye West? I'm sure I'll hear it in the video. But uh, Mr. West has recently teamed up with some of the worst people on the planet, including including Nazi pedophile Milo Yiannopoulos, and uh, and and Hispanic white identitarian slash Nazi Mick Fuentes. These are people who have openly promoted things of like white supremacy. Uh, Kanye teamed up with these fellas, and he went to uh, to the Trump. He went to have, I believe it was Thanksgiving with Trump at Mar-a-Lago. And uh, supposedly Trump did not know who Nick Fuentes or uh, I believe he knew, did not claims to have not known who Nick Fuentes was. Uh, of course, Kanye, I mean, Mr. West also went there along with, of course, uh, Milo. And uh, he brought a woman with him too. I can't remember who it is. But he also brought lesser known YouTuber who recently was pulled off a YouTube called Sneeko, who I who I've talked a little bit about on this podcast. Um, it's hilarious that he's hanging out with. Technically, this is a step up for Sneeko. Sneeko is now hanging out with the top tier of societal garbage people. So good, good for him. Really moving up. Really moving up there. But essentially, uh, after Kanye, I mean Mr. West. Uh, asked Donald Trump to be his running mate, they were asked to leave. They may also have been asked to leave because supposedly at some point during the dinner, someone leaned into Trump's ear and was like, holy shit, dude, that's Nick Fuentes. Uh, he is radioactive. We do not want to be associated with him. And so at some point in the dinner, they were asked to leave. Whether this was more because Donald Trump was offended by Mr. West's idea that Trump could be his running mate aka vice president and not the other way around or if it was due to the fact that uh donald trump listened to his coordinators when they were like holy shit we gotta get nick fuentes out of here but so after that happened mr west and his new cohorts minus sneeko uh decided to appear on the Tim Pool show. Now, if you're not familiar with Tim Pool, Tim Pool is a grifter. Um, Tim Pool is some is that's it's one of those people who's running the whole uh oh, I used to be a leftist, but now I'm on the right because the left is crazy. Uh, listen to me talk about nothing but culture war propaganda bullshit. He's mostly known for helping promote. The narratives against LGBT people, specifically trans people, he's he is a loathsome loser who wears a beanie to hide his bald spot. Now, if you were watching my show and you could see me, you'd be no, but I'm wearing my bald spot proud. I mean, not proud, but you know, I'm not wearing a hat to cover it up because I know hats will make it worse. <laughs> you dumbass. <clears throat> but today. We're going to watch the Kanye West interview on, on, on Tim, on Tim cast IRL. 
which is the name of his uh, his his thing he puts out on YouTube. Now, we're not going to watch the whole thing. I mean, I'm not going to watch it. I'm just going to describe it to you. I don't think this is worth... I mean, it's just people sitting around a table. Uh, I'm going to break down what they're talking about. And my goal is to point out how incoherent Mr. West actually is with um, his incredibly offensive rhetoric. Oh, he doesn't have he doesn't have intro music. That's an interesting. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. You were uh, with your families or loved ones or at least uh, relaxed and enjoyed yourself. Over the past week, there was a a particularly big. For my audience, he has behind him a sword and a pirate. He has a katana crossed with a pirate pistol under a picture of a rooster. So I guess this guy is a fan of my dad. And then he's got a electric guitar. These things are behind him. Uh, he sits at his desk looking like he just rolled out of bed with a beanie on his head. Big news story that's resulted in a continued news cycle, which is now going on for over a week, which is in many ways unheard of. But right now, because Donald Trump went to dinner with Ye and Nick Fuentes, among others, he is now being denounced by Mike Pence, several Republican senators. And uh, for whatever reason, this story, for, for many reasons, I suppose people have made, this story has persisted. You have to be explained to you why this story has persisted. It's because you don't know the people involved. Everyone involved is a fucking train wreck. And it's not surprising that people are denouncing Donald Trump for having these people at his house. Like, even Ben Shapiro is going to be pissed at Trump. Till today. And we are able to actually sit down with several of the individuals involved in that story, notably Ye, Nick Fuentes, and Malinopolis, of course, who made the dinner happen. It's my understanding. Or at least got the- I had the dinner invite before I met Milo. Okay, my bad, my bad. There you go. So- So Milo Yiannopoulos was an uninvited guest who Kanye was like, ah, fuck it, I'm bringing you with me to meet Trump. We're going to jump right into this story. I just overcomplicated it. Absolutely. So we're going to- That last person talking was Milo. We're going to start with that. There's a lot we, we, we want to talk about. And uh, you know what, man? This is a, this is a very uh, big story. Uh, a lot of people have questions about, you know, what were Trump's intentions? Why were certain people invited? And Trump, of course, has, has issued statements. So a lot of people want to know where he stands and more importantly, what happened there and why. And there's also the questions about what Yay 24 means, and I'll keep that a little bit vague so that they can answer to that and, and speak more to that. And then, of course, we're going to get into a lot of different issues. However, head over to TimCast.com and become a member. We're going to have a members-only uncensored. Don't become a member of Tim uh, of the TimCast. Don't become a member of TimCast. I mean, Jesus Christ. I, I can't. There's not much going to be much in this video that will allow me to point out to you why you should not trust nor like Tim Pool. But he's he's fucking trash. Although he's going to look like the most reasonable person in this situation, which, to be fair, is not hard. Third show, which will probably get a bit more in depth on a lot of other issues uh, that I'll just leave it. Probably won't. And we'll find out why that TimCast.com become a member, support our work, and we'll talk about more there. Smash the like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us, as I mentioned, is we have Ye himself. Would you like to introduce yourself, good sir? You did it. There you go. <laughs> I think everybody- Yay is sitting inside in a winter coat. Everybody knows who you are. And uh, which of uh, you gentlemen would like to introduce yourself? Nicholas, please. Hi, yeah, I'm uh... Nick Fuentes. He looks like a literal child in a hoodie, blue hoodie. 
They they don't look like professional adults. Nick Fuentes, first time here on the Tim Cast. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. What do you do? Oh, <laughs> I'm a live streamer. <laughs> I uh, I do a show called America First on Cozy.tv. All right, and of course, know that you've never heard of Cozy.tv. That's because he's been kicked off everywhere else. Of course, Milo, you were here a couple weeks ago. Yes, I'm your best ever guest. Milo Yiannopoulos, I am sorry to say, looks like if my friend Dean Kutris were playing a terrible person. Uh, he, like if, if Dean decided to put his, uh, uh, on some sunglasses and give himself a douchey haircut, uh, that's kind of what Milo Yiannopoulos looks like here. Maybe less, well, he looked, well, Yiannopoulos, maybe he is Greek too. Maybe that's why they look similar. Uh, Milo Yiannopoulos has on a jacket that looks like he got it in a thrift store, big squarish sunglasses. He doesn't have a mustache, but he also doesn't not have a mustache. <laughs> so we, we've been told that uh, the episode with you is one of the best podcasts ever. People really I, enjoyed I hearing you speak. I think that's accurate. Oh. That says a lot about Tim Cast's audience. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Well, Thanks thank, for coming thank, back. Thanks. I was wondering how I was going to uh, make it even more extraordinary the second time I visited, but I think I might have pulled it off. <laughs> Luke's here. Oh, he's got such a smug fucking face. Total sausage fest tonight. Um, this guy's some friend of, of, of Tim Pool's. I don't know why he thought it was important to mention that uh, it was a sausage fest. It's not like, it's not like women are going to be anywhere near Nick Fuentes. Welcome. My name is Zuckerdowski of wearechange.org. Today I'm wearing my Epstein didn't Epstein himself t-shirt, which you could get on the best political. Possibly the only thing that I might agree with someone like him on which is that Epstein probably his death was suspicious. GoShirts.com. And I think we should be using that word a little bit more, just like, you know, this YouTube channel didn't Epstein itself. And if this YouTube channel is Epstein, we will be streaming on Twitter. Uh, so yeah, I started the t-shirt company. Where there are no rules. After YouTube demonetized me. So the best political shirts.com because you guys buy it. That's why I'm here. Thank you so much for having me. And of course, Surge. And I am Surge.com. Pleasure, guys. I'm just going to put, okay, so out of the people that I've seen watch this video, I'm pretty sure most people skip over who the fuck ever Surge is, who just looks like your average stoner with a bad mustache. Yes. All right, and uh, I'll just pull up this story from The Hill, which is from earlier today, 5 p.m. Pence says Trump should apologize. It's wrong to give anti-Semite a seat at the table. This is a rare, obvious W for Mike Pence. This, of course, is related to a dinner that happened, and I, I, I was wrong a little on the details. So a dinner happened. Uh, Nick, you were there. Yay, you were there. I just want to uh, start off by how did this din dinner come to happen and, and what happened? I was talking to Trump for about a month. We had scheduled the dinner in October, and then he announced for president. He, he pushed the dinner back to November. Um, and I've been pulling together a campaign. And after I put up the, the DEF CON tweet, uh, a bunch of people that have been canceled, like Alex Jones, I started getting in contact with other people that were now. Bad look, Alex Jones. Bad look. Alex Jones has never said anything directly anti-Semitic. But if he's talking to Kanye West, it's a bad look, Alex Jones. It's a bad look. The, you know, the inside of the matrix. Let me be more clear. I don't know if Alex Jones has ever said anything anti-Semitic. I've just never heard Alex Jones say anything anti-Semitic. 
And I feel like if he had, someone would have told me. But, you know, he might have. I don't know. And uh, Alex Jones, pr producer, said that Milo wanted to contact me. And here we are. So that's... Wait, no. No, I have heard a story about ex an ex-Jewish employee of Alex Jones who said that he would would say really fucked up things to him about being a Jew. Never mind. I remember that now. <clears throat> That's how you guys got in contact. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, originally. And, um, and then uh, I've suggested uh, um, that we bring in uh, Nicholas as an as a enormous extra brain firepower that he is. Um, most extraordinary. That has got to be the only time. <sighs> Nicholas has extraordinary brain power. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Nick, Nick, Nick Fuentes. You see, here's the thing. Nick Fuentes and other people have already said this, but Nick, the thing about the difference between Nick Fuentes and your average, like, super racist Republican is that Nick Fuentes is not smart enough to dog whistle. Nick Fuentes would just outright say shit that where you're like, oh, no, he's fucking awful. Like, he is someone who is. He's given, as other commentators have said, he's given the game away. That he he is he is a fringe element in the Republican Party, because only people who are dumb enough to realize that associating with him, who are dumb enough to not realize that saying the things he's saying out loud, are counterproductive to your goals, associate with him. And of course, Kanye West has apparently gone full blown anti semite because he's hanging out with Nick Fuentes. Uh, who is also a, a renowned incel. Very brilliant uh, political commentator of his generation. Um, and he's uh, been treated just about as badly as anybody. So I thought he deserved to be in the room too. Miley just said that Nick Fuentes was a renowned political commentator. That's that already... You know what? There are some people who are speculating that what Milo Yiannopoulos is doing right now is actually just revenge on Republicans. Um, it's either it's either Milo Yiannopoulos is a straight up gay Nazi, although he claims to be straight right now, by the way. Um, or. Or he is willing to look like a, a gay Nazi in order to just take like out the Republican Party as being gay Nazis. Uh, and um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much how we got together. So I have some questions about that, but let's we'll, we'll, we'll get through the dinner portion of, you know, how exactly this happened, what went down. So this is how you get in contact, the three of you. How is it that Nick ends up invited to this dinner? I feel like I missed something there. Like, is he saying that Alex Jones introduced them all? Cause that's what it sounded like. There's I don't quote me on that. I could go back and double check it, but yeah. And and what happened? Well, he he was rolling with me. I was impressed with Nick, and I was like, just come to the dinner. And we had uh, Karen Giorno uh, pick us up from the airport. Oh, that's who the one was, Karen Giorno. I don't actually know much about her. And there was a lot of back and forth. There's another gentleman named Jamar Montgomery that was with us. It's a uh, he's an engineer at Boeing and his interesting Who's it? I'm telling him just said we should raise everyone's volume. Okay, cool. Um, and we sat there and it was like when Trump came in, we note that he didn't mention Sneeko did not mention Sneeko at all.
we were, I said, do you want to sit alone? He's like, no, bring your friends in. So a big thing is like Trump had no idea who Nick Fuentes was. And, but this whole, I just, I just got to go right to the heart of this anti-Semite claim that's happening. This is something, if you read. Note that technically Mr. West is the one bringing this up now. Temple is only mentioning it so far as the article about the dinner itself. Read the definition. It, it says you can't claim that there's multiple people inside of banks or in media that are all Jewish or you're anti-Semitic. Okay. So right up, let's talk about what Kanye West just said. Kanye West is trying to make the definition of anti-Semitic sound unreasonable. But here's the thing. Saying that Jewish people work at a bank or there's a Jewish person who you know who's a movie producer or, or something like that is not inherently anti-Semitic. It is only anti-Semitic to imply that that movie producer and those bankers are in a secret cabal of Jews who secretly run society or who are secretly, you know, like manipulating society at the at the least. Like that's what's anti-Semitic. Kanye is presenting his argument here to make anti-Semitism seem extreme, this to make calling someone anti-Semitic seem extreme and unnuanced. But he is the one who is not using nuance. And that's the truth. Like it's the truth. What are we talking about? And what, 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 elaborate. What do you mean? You mean credit to Tim Pool? He questions him on this. I'm saying, like, I've been labeled anti-Semite, right? So anti-Semitic. Uh, just bad grammar here. He is an anti-Semite. He has been labeled anti-Semitic. There's there's different beliefs. I don't know if that's really grammar. I'm just saying he's using the words wrong. Beliefs about our our bloodlines you know like the if anyone ever talks to you about bloodlines they are a fucking racist there is nothing there's no reason to be talking in in this society now there is no good goddamn reason for someone to be talking to you about bloodlines there there's just not the documentary that Kyrie posted and and I don't, I don't know as much about the Kyrie Irving thing, but I did watch Kyrie Irving try and defend his thing. And Kyrie Irving basically just pled the fifth. Because what people like Kyrie Irving posted a problematic documentary. And like when given the opportunity to say why he posted it or what he thought about the movie itself, he was just like, no, I'm not going to tell you. Which Kyrie, that's, that doesn't make you look innocent, man. It doesn't make you look innocent. You you could have literally said anything in that situation. You could have even said that you think the, the movie, you could have even said you posted because you thought the movie was problematic. You could have tried to spin it in a million ways, but instead you were like, no, I'm not, I, I'm not going to stand here and be accused of being an anti-Semitic anti just because I shared a movie that is anti-Semitic. I'm not going to, I'm not going to have this conversation. It's like, but why did you post it, Kyrie? Why did you post it? What? Did you want to communicate? Posting something's about communicating, Kyrie. You can't, if you, if you post it and then everyone's like, hey, what do you mean by that? And you're like, no, I'm not going to tell you. It makes it sound like you 
uh, have something to hide. You could have literally said anything. General America has been left ignorant and history has been changed. So. <sighs> what history do you think has been changed there, Kanye? I mean, Mr. West. When we start questioning things that question the indoctrination, then you immediately. So right here, he's broadly gesturing. So society does run on indoctrination. I, I will make that clear. Like public education is technically a form of indoctrination, but it's a, but we think we have been misguided into believing that the word indoctrination is necessarily, necessarily all bad. Uh, and that's not necessarily true. Indoctrination just means that you that you have been tuned into society and you need a certain level of indoctrination to be tuned into society. Otherwise, you turn into a freak um, who just can't function properly. And that's 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 a problem. But indoctrination is also heavily associated with brainwashing. And it's, it's problematic because the truth of the matter is, is that the part of our brain that allows us to learn is also the part of our brain that allows us to be deceived and misguided. So yes, the danger of education is that education can be abused to manipulate people. But the danger of not having education is that you are ripe to be abused, that you are ripe to be manipulated. But he's not going to talk about the types of things that schools actually lie to you about as kids, partly because all schools have different curriculums and they're lying to you about different things. <sighs> but most of those curriculums are approved in Texas. Fun fact. Get, you know, um, you said debanked or de what did you say happened to you or demonetized, deplatformed? De yeah. So when you get demonetized or deplatformed, what's actually happening? is a company has decided that they no longer want to do business with you. This is a part of capitalism. And literally, unless you have some type of contract that says you can't, that can't be done to you, there's nothing you can do about it. This is just, it's just normal. That's just normal. That's how it works. Like if, if you say something and you're, and you're boss, or the people who employ you or hire you or contract you don't like what you're saying, they can fire you. A majority of Republican states are what's known as right to work or at will employment. These words essentially mean the same thing, which is that your boss can hire or fire you for any goddamn reason that they want. Yeah, demonized, demonetized. And what's so beautiful about this time is never mind that you've been demonizing jews kanye i mean mr west ye yay god damn it see why do you want to do this to everybody mr west just fucking everybody up over your name because they've been calling we've been calling you kanye for decades by the way i know you said you want to get rid of your slave name but that's super weird because most of the time when people say they want to get rid of their slave name they're talking about being named something like lincoln or washington or jefferson they're not talking about having an Ethiopian name their mom gave them 
like most slave names are inherently white names because that's what a slave name is. It means that that's the name. You don't know your real last name. You don't know your real family name because your family name was taken away from you and replaced with a white last name. That's normally what slave name refers to. Never mind the fact that Kanye is an Ethiopian name. I, I probably has something to do with how he views his name as part of his branding for record labels. I assume. Everyone got to see what's really been happening. And now we can really understand. We can see that Ron Emanuel was right next to Obama and then Jared Kushner was right next to Trump. So right here, Kanye West is implying that that essentially people have, that essentially if you get powerful, you have a Jewish handler, some Jewish person who is controlling you. And that, and, and like, it doesn't really hold up because, you know, Rahm Emanuel didn't stay with Obama that long. And, you know, Jared Kushner's, you know, married to want it to Trump's daughter. So it's, you can't just assume that their presence, like you can't assume their presence is malicious. Like that's not, that's not how you draw a clear argumentative line. That's an assumption of their position and their power and also their intention. Just because there's a Jewish person there doesn't logically follow into their, their handler. That's not Jesus. But so, you, so we're, we're, we're getting right into it, I guess, right? I was, I was hoping to go for the news first before we got into all of this stuff. Because Tim Pool knows this could get heated. Uh, I, think, I think the issue is, uh, one way to put it, is you're expounding upon a localization issue that you've witnessed, right? Let, let, me, let me clarify. There are a handful of people that you see are Jewish in a certain place, and then you associate Judaism with the power as a... Whereas I view that as not relevant to it. Like, so here, credit to Tim Pool. Tim Pool has clearly laid out the obvious logic flaw in in Mr. West's reasoning. A a literally the type of prejudice based reasoning that creates racism. Mr. West is using against Jewish people, and Mr. Pool has clearly laid this out just now because he's right you can't assume that the reason a person is doing something is because they are jewish or because they are black or because they are asian that takes away an individual's agency you can't you all human beings operate on their own agency therefore to assume that a person is in on something just because they are black or Jewish or Asian or whatever doesn't actually logically follow because it means that you're assuming that that person is part of a monolith and not just a person who found their way to this position in life through choices they made. It's a statement that you can't prove because you don't have background. Yeah, you're substantially more powerful than I am, but I don't view what you're doing as an issue of black people. Yeah, but now how will now how will Mr. West respond to this incredibly rational, clear explanation? Have you ever heard the term the black vote? So it's OK to put us in one net, but it's not OK for me to put them in one net. So this is actually hilariously stupid. 
Mr. West does not know or understand what the black vote is. You see, the black vote or the black voting block is a demographic measurement, okay? It's not an assumption that the there isn't the black voting block is merely the measurement of how the black community typically votes because demographics are very important to politicians because it helps them a divide and conquer us but also b understand when when and how to appeal to specific types of people the fact the black voting block is merely a measurement of the black voters and statistically a large number of them vote democratic it doesn't mean that all black people vote democratic that's he is putting the the horse before the cart here he is assuming that the category precludes the data but no this category was created to measure the data mr west is just fucking stupid i'm sorry but this is hilariously dumb yeah but i mean that's the basis I, I, of the hypocrisy that people have been <laughs> milo yiannopoulos is feeding into it there's no way milo yiannopoulos doesn't understand what the black vote really is he's feeding into it you fucking son of a bitch i've been thinking about and knowing about and realizing for decades we were all wondering how this dam was going to break everybody in the country was wondering what what is the root of this hypocrisy why can people talk about white people a certain way why can't they talk about that group a certain way and uh, because you, this is this is a there are there are nuances to all things related to race even though race is a made-up construct it's very much a thing that exists through our construction and affects our everyday lives. And there is a shit ton of nuance and confusion to it. And right now, Milo Yiannopoulos is just hand waving that shit like he's dog whistling the concept. It's like, oh, it's hypocrisy that you want me to consider um, subtext. Uh, no, context, not subtext, context. Uh, the, the, the most the, the, the wretched and wicked and oppressive prevailing orthodoxy of uh, cancel culture. Well, it turned out that the one thing that was going to break the Milo Yiannopoulos is literally the man who pokes the bear for attention. Milo Yiannopoulos' game is to be as cancelable as possible because he knows he can use that against the left when they say they don't like him. That's his game. That's how he rolls. He is grifting hard. He's a master grifter who never should have admitted to think that sex with teenage boys was good. Dam was the biggest star in the world, and it took the biggest star in the world to do it. Um, uh, and 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 now the dam is broken. So let me, let me. This is the thing that's disgusting: is that Miley Napolis knows exactly how to feed an egotist with like 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 Mr. West. He knows exactly how to get in his head. It's fucked. Calling him the biggest star in the world. Jesus. Let, let me tell you my issue. I I don't like identitarianism. You guys are familiar with what that is. Well, yeah. they started it, and I'm, they. Tim Pool is about to try and make a point about identitarianism. We'll get into that. Milanapolis is about to try and Milanapolis just claimed that the other side started it. It's not true. I, it's just not true. Identity politics, you may not be aware of this, but identity politics started in this country coming from the other direction and specifically being set up as 
as a negative thing, where we try to where Republicans try to present the identities of certain people as negatives. Been visiting sure, on us. We're trying to break it. When I was asking you about running for uh, president, you you admitted, immediately said, "Well, you know, you'd be good for the black vote." No, I'm going to let Kanye talk a little bit more here. And I said, is that because I'm black? No, not just because of that. So is that, are you doing the same thing? I didn't. Okay, I, now we'll hear, we'll hear Tim Pool's response. Say that was the only reason. I said it was because you're personable to the common person and you probably would do well with the black vote. Absolutely. Okay, so this is a tricky thing because Kanye is not wrong to question this from Tim Pool. Like, do you think I could get the black vote just because I'm black? Because lots, because there have been black politicians. I mean, and the thing is, is statistically, yes and no. There have been black politicians on the Republican side who have gotten votes from black people, but you know, they also probably got votes from white people. Actually, they probably got votes mostly from white people. Uh, Herschel Walker, probably mostly white people, but like statistically, some black people would probably vote for Kanye. I mean, yay. Just because I'm black is a lot of black people that don't like me. This is probably true, actually, on Kanye's part. A lot of black people probably don't like Kanye, especially at this point. A lot of black people have definitely given up on Kanye. I won't speak for them as individuals, but like he, he's not wrong. Uh, of course. I think, uh, I think race plays a role in a lot of things. Absolutely. And I think that... We don't know how racist Tim Pool is, but he might be. I mean, I, mean, I don't watch him. He probably races. I think I think the idea, the construct of race has really been forced upon us as just something for us to be woke about and just. There's a sound in my head exploding because that's as a claim is mind numbingly historically wrong. We know where the idea of race came from. The idea of race was created to separate and divide lower class people so that they wouldn't realize that they outnumbered the wealthy and powerful. Race was created as a way to justify colonialism and slavery. That's why race exists. Kanye is trying to promote the idea here that, oh, if you notice race, that if you notice race in any way, then you are the real racist. <sighs> you, it, automatically acknowledging the construct does not make you the creator or an endorser of the construct. Constantly talk about and use it as these like walls. Couldn't but, you say, say the same thing about Judaism? Well, let's. That is a good point, Tim. He the way he's the way he's talking about race, uh, hundred percent applies to how he's treating Jewish people. Look at the facts of what I'm saying, though. If you say he has presented no real solid facts, he's been wildly gesturing in this neighborhood where they gerrymander this this amount of time so hey i wasn't doing that i was just gerrymandering the lawyers and the hollywood executives <laughs> and the people at the bank that debanked me and then froze my accounts you know it's like we want to jump into protect okay so i'm gonna be real here i don't know if how he's using the word gerrymandering it, like is he referring to the like did he actually look up where the gerrymanders are in california to see if like all the Jewish people were in the same, like, gerrymander? Like, is that what he's saying? Or is he saying that, or is he using gerrymander as him lumping these people together? It's, it's not clear.
protecting the idea that we can't put a net around something, right? But that's been my job as a producer to. He wants to put a net. Or, I'm sorry, Kanye. Did you say you want to put a net around Jewish people? Take, uh, you know, a Roy Ayer sample and put a James Brown drum and put it within a two two minute, three minute song. That's the way I actually think. And that's the way I talk. And now this morning, I found out that they were trying to put me in prison because what they did was. Okay, hold on. We have, we have to talk about this because he's just rambling stream of consciousness style here. Um, so essentially, to the best of my ability to decipher his ramblings, he just tried to he just tried to use him the way he 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 just he just tried he just basically tried to construct an analogy about how he doesn't think it's wrong to think about Jewish people this way because he makes music and it in his brain the way he thinks about music is the way he came to these conclusions it it's like so like so like ye yay yay west i want to say this directly to you that means absolutely dick look man all the world looks like a series of u bins to a plumber okay to a porn star the world's just a series of dicks to suck and to and to a and to a marijuana user, everything looks like a drug. Well, actually, I shouldn't say marijuana user. Like, and to a drug addict, everything looks like drugs. Okay, you just this doesn't mean what you think it means. Uh, I put, I moved one hundred forty million dollars into uh, J.P. Morgan, and I said, hey, "I want to talk to Jamie Dimon." Like, look at me, I'm just going in naive you know, multi-billionaire, like may, maybe Jamie Dimon will let me in on some deal flow. Wrong. <laughs> okay, so what Kanye here is describing is that he went to a bank to talk to some guy named Jamie Dimon, who I'm going to keep it real with you. I don't really know anything about. But apparently he runs this bank. And Kanye thought, because he was famous, that he could just go in and talk to this guy whenever he wanted to. Um, but that doesn't... A lot of people don't like doing business that way. And a banker doesn't have to care. <laughs> and I'm just like banging my hands like, I want to meet with Jamie. And I start complaining. Kanye, it sounds like you're describing a child's tantrum. Online, and then they debank me. Oh, 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 you went into a bank, made a scene, and then you, you started shit-talking them online, and suddenly they didn't want to work with you anymore? No way! Seriously? Jesus Christ! Ye does not live in the real world! Like he's a child! For complaining. And so I'm, I'm about to get debanked. They're like, you need to go to Trump's, the bank, AXO, whatever. You gotta go. And I'm like, I've been trying. Trump own a bank? If that's real, that's the most disturbing thing I've learned in this to buy my own bank for the longest and then we figured out how to get my own bank it's like 50 million 75 million so i'm about to buy my own bank but then as you're about to take the money out here comes adidas with a 270 75 million dollar bill for marketing funds that they agreed upon 
because I said to them, hey, I'm the marketing, give me the marketing fund, which proves by the response they got when they you know, stole the designs and said, we're going to not call them Yeezys anymore. So this is what I was already fighting Adidas. Okay. So essentially, if I understand you correctly, Mr. West, what you're describing is that when Adidas put together a budget to promote your wares, you went to them and were like, hey, just give me that budget and I'll promote my wares. And so when they fired you for committing what is a crime in Germany, you essentially, oh my God, are surprised that they want you to give that money back. Because you may not be aware of this, Yi, but they didn't pay you that money. They gave you a budget of that money. That money was meant to go specifically into funding the promotion. It is not surprising that they are asking you for that money back because that money was not considered your salary. That money was still technically theirs. They had just put you in charge of spending it. So I'm fighting Gap, get out of Gap, fighting Adidas. And then I deal with this little bit of noise from, you know, Zionism from the fashion world where they use this plant named Gabby, who's obviously like some kind of CIA agent, knows nothing about fashion. He is just making wild assertions on a person it doesn't sound like he actually knows. Like he's just, he's just throw, like you can't just say this person is a Zionist shill or a CIA agent. You have to have, you got to be able to back that shit up because those are the kind of claims that are important. And if you can't back it up with data or evidence of some kind, you risk damage to the whole system. Like you have to be able to back that shit up. This is a certain thing. When someone can't dress, you know that they're not like a fashion person. <laughs> Kanye, Ye is just literally, he's judging this person just based on how they're dressed. They're just there as like the society, like the- That's why he thinks they're in the CIA because they don't dress the way he expects a fashion person to dress. That's his whole, that's his argument. That's not, that's such a gigantic leap. There's um so many other reasons that that could happen. Nepotism being the most likely. The control that they try to use with celebrities, which- Nepotism is a hundred times more likely than that someone is just a CIA plant. Don't get me wrong, the CIA does shit like that, but come the fuck on. It's now been broken, right? Cause you know where it broke? I'm not, I'm, I, okay, I wanna get on like LeBron in a second, but I'm gonna come back to this and just talk about this morning. Oh, we'll never get to know what he was gonna say about LeBron. Where, uh, you know, I'm not gonna mention her name cause she's a nice lady, but someone at Cohen Resnick tells me, and I tell my, all of my finance people never use the term a lot, but they said, okay, you're going to have to pay a lot of taxes. So I don't know if, so like, I don't know if Mr. West is just like, like I'm getting the implication that he's like, I don't know what kind of command that is to give a person. Like if he, if he's, did he tell them to just give him specific numbers? Cause that, that's reasonable, but if you tell your employees, don't ever use the word a lot with me, that's just, an, that's not a real boundary. 
And that made me feel like they're just like waiting, like we finally got them. We finally can put them in jail. And I was like, can I still run for president in jail? I found out I could. So I was like, okay, <laughs> that's, that's fine. I don't know if that's true that you can run for jail and pre uh, run for president in jail. Um, but basically he's implying that now that people are looking at him for tax reasons, that he... Now that people are looking at him for tax reasons, he's implying that that is part of a conspiracy to get him. It's not necessarily, and 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 based on everything that I know about Mr. West, it's it's probably related to the fact that I don't think he knows shit about money. And then it'll be okay. But, 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 but if you were if you were Jeffrey Epstein, they wouldn't touch your bank account. They would allow you to break the rules, regulations, just like J.P. Morgan and Chase. Because Jeffrey Epstein had blackmail on everybody. That's how you do it, Kanye. That's how you do it. Did just like Deutsche Bank did. So there is an issue to bring up with that. But when it comes to the race stuff, I think this is an important discussion to have because what, what, I, I think I have to. I have to complete this thought. You guys got to. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, because I'm talking about like all, like all people who are highly on the manic side of manic depressive. He will not let you get a word in. I'm literally finding out that they were trying to put me in prison this morning. Watch this. So this morning, I'm sorry, that's not a fair statement on all people who are. On, I mean, I did specify specifically people who are on the manic end of, of manic depressive. Uh, but, uh, you know, just if you've ever hung out or, or done drugs with someone who's manic depressive, you know, some of them are. You know, when they're manic, they can be uh, a lot. Morning. Yes. So not, you know, not come to my house this morning, but I found out, okay, so they froze, they put a $75 million hold on four of my accounts. And then they said, you owe a lot of taxes. Took me like six hours to find out how much a lot was. They said, <laughs> well, I wonder how many people tried to explain it to him and he just wasn't listening. Around $50 million. Now I'm he better have more than, huh, than $50 million left. He fucked going to different CFOs like, okay, so would this be tax evasion? Because I'm obviously not the most financially literate person on the planet. This is the truest thing he has said. He is definitely not financially literate. Planet, I was just a child, basically. Like, when you become famous, you, you stop growing at that point. I became famous. The fact that he can be aware of that and still think that he should run for president, the fact that he can be aware of that and not question anything that's coming out of his mouth is mind-bending. Like, oh, yeah, no, I stopped maturing because I became famous when I was basically a child. So now I'm still basically that child. By the way, I'm right about everything and you're wrong. Like... Such a famous strange at picture. age 24 and I had handlers around. I had my mom around different things and it was. All it, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I definitely didn't have enough life experience at 24, but like, I feel like I was more coherent at 24 than he is. Always like you go from one handler to the next handler to the next handler. So now I'm having, I, I, I get to actually learn how to run a company. I get to learn how to, uh, you know, uh, to count. He's run out of handlers. Really, I had, I was like- Wait, did he just say he'd learn how to count? Damn it, Yi, you grew up in the suburbs. You should've, did you just not pay attention in school? Pablo in a movie, it was like, I didn't even know where to put the money, like literally making <laughs> $300 million cash, but you're just like a high-priced, 
you know, we're not going to use the S word just because it's just like too passe to use it, but it's. He won't say the word slave. Fascinating. It's like next, you know, next year I was supposed to make $500 million in royalties and like no one needs this amount of money. But when So are you not bothered by not being a billionaire anymore? When I would work on homeless shelters and ideas, I'd have a contractor who won't say what race. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> like, is the implication there that they're Jewish? Did he, did he hire Jewish contractors? <laughs> but, you know, they'd be tearing down the contracts. It's all about, you know, position. It's not about the amount of money that you have. And, you know, to come in here, I feel like it's a setup to be like defending. I'm not going to go through another, like, I'm literally going to walk the F off the show if I'm sitting up here having a, you know, talk about you can't say that it was Jewish people that did it when every sensible person knows that. I mean, John Stewart. It's not every sensible person, Kanye knows what happened to me and they took it too far. It was like American History X. What, is, what do you mean John Stewart knows they took it too far? I don't think that's what John Stewart is saying. I've heard what John Stewart is saying. And even though, uh, well, to be fair, he was being generous to Chappelle, not you. Like my head was on the side of the curve and the exact people that I called out kicked my head. We found out that my trainer was a- Okay. So I just want to break that down for a minute. His analogy for how he is suffering is that he is like the black guy in the beginning of the movie, American History X, who gets caught breaking into a car by the main character's white supremacist brother, who then curb stomps him on the fucking pavement. Do you know what a curb stomp is? That's where the person opens their mouth, puts their teeth on the pavement, and then you kick in the back of their neck so that they're teeth jaws and most likely neck all break <sighs> you can die from it and if you live through it you probably wish you died from it he's comparing being slightly less rich and people being mad at him to that horrific type of treatment mk ultra uh canadian uh, intelligence. He, a, yeah. he worked in the defense research and uh, development uh, in the Canadian military, essentially working on psyops this in the guy? Canadian military. This is okay. So that right there, that's a misnomer. That's not what he did in the Canadian military. In the Canadian military, he had a pharmaceutical position, which actually is closer to MK Ultra than what a psyop is. Okay, wait, we're going to break this down because they're just about to feed you a bunch of horse shit. Uh, it's poorly put. Actually, you know, let's, let's finish what they're saying. It's Harley Pasternak. <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying is... Okay, actually, I'm glad I did that because I needed to remember the guy's name. Harley Pasternak. Okay, so straight up, uh, just for context, Yee's former personal trainer, this is the person who helped him exercise, by the way, um, used to work for the Canadian military uh, where he helped them uh, I believe it's called Modafidil or Modafidil. I don't know, but essentially it's an upper that they would give to soldiers to keep them awake. Now, the thing is, is that unlike MKUltra, this was not secret. This was not super secret government things. Okay. This is a pretty, like the military 
constantly openly experiments with drugs on soldiers, giving them drugs. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's like the history of war is that because there are certain things they want soldiers to be able to do, one of which is stay up for ridiculous amounts of time. Now, MK Ultra was a CIA program in the 60s and 70s or I forget the exact time period, but it was a, it was a CIA program that was all about using psychedelic drugs to try and create super soldiers. Which, which I don't know, which is not, which is not, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Like that's, that's like what Pasternak did is public if if the Black Panthers hadn't broken into a building that was about to be demolished and stole a bunch of documents, we would never know that MK Ultra happened. If they, we also wouldn't have known about COINTELPRO. Okay, it's a very big difference between MK Ultra and what he's describing. Also, like if your implication is that your personal trainer was a guy who was trying to manipulate you via his Jewish intentions. Maybe at some point in this interview, you should mention how and when he was ever, you know, doing anything you could consider that. He won't. Says, look, they tried to medicate me. They, I was exhausted. They wrongly diagnosed me. And they, 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 when I asked them, how much lithium did you want to put me on exactly? It took them four days to answer because they were embarrassed about the amount, right? And I. Okay, I'll be real with you. I don't know the full story on his hospitalization. I don't know what caused it. However, I will say this. Kanye West, and I am not a medical professional. I don't know what his misdiagnosis was. He claims he was misdiagnosed. Kanye West has also made claims that the medicine they gave him made him worse, uh, more mentally ill. Um, when talking about what he should be on. I'm fairly certain that he is manic depressive, um, or at least manic. Uh, he has, I, I've, I've hung out with manic people, and he has whew, a lot of the signs. I'm, I shouldn't say that. He has a lot of things in common with those people. But in fairness, I, I think those people were nicer than him and smarter. But that's... Besides the point, the point is, is I don't believe that he is not mentally ill. And I'm saying that as a mentally ill person, okay? I've got the, the depression. I've got the anxiety. I've got the trauma, okay? Uh, so I'm not mentally uh, 100% either. So I feel pretty confident saying, dude, I mean, dude, you really should be in therapy. And hey, some people lithium does real good for. And if you think that, and if the drug they had you on last time made you worse, what that really means is you should be out there trying other drugs to find the drugs that works because, because yay, you should be on some fucking drugs. I refuse to take this, right? You understand that if I had taken the medication, I would not be here and it would have been, woe is, he was deeply troubled. We miss him. We love his music, though. 
implying that if he had taken the medication, he would have died mysteriously or killed himself. He might be implying he would have been suicidal and killed himself. Well, they would have Britney Spears too. I mean, look at they would have Michael Jackson. Or, or worse. Okay, no, he, that is what he's saying. Yeah. So look, <laughs> I guess, I guess what they did, look at what they did to Britney. When she went in, she was tired, she was exhausted, yeah. she was in a bad way. But 10 years of that medication wrecked her brain. You can see. I don't, I don't, I, I don't think, no. What? Britney Spears actually seems like she's doing pretty good right now, now that she's got a conservatorship over. Like, Miley Yiannopoulos is just, Miley Yiannopoulos is feeding Yee's medication paranoia. And I understand this because it took me a long time to get to the point where I was like, you know what? Maybe I should try medication. I had to do years of abusing drugs for fun before I was kind of like, well, you know, maybe it's hypocritical not to not to try drugs that are supposed to make me more stable. Maybe that's maybe that's hypocrisy. So I've tried it, and you know what? It's going great. Way more stable than normal. Will I be on it forever? I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But the implications he's feeding, he's literally just feeding ye a bunch of paranoia. He's trying to, he's feeding into ye's already discomfort with the idea of being medicated. This is a common thing. This is a very common thing. People will resist medication. Even if it's their best chance at being more functional. You can see it now. Yeah. You can see there's not much of her left. You, you mentioned. Fuck you. And Pasternak was the name? Uh, yeah. Yes, Harley Pasternak. That's the that's the uh, text message that you yes. posted that Here, we were talking about here's, before. Here's, that's here's, the lobotomy. Let me, let me, you know, yeah. Before the show, obviously, I'm getting a bunch of messages from people. People are hitting me up and they're like... I'm pretty sure we don't do lobotomies anymore. I'm pretty sure that that was banned at some point. Like, you shouldn't host them. They're anti-Semitic. They're white supremacists. They're racist. I do find the idea, uh, I do find it funny or weird or whatever that, you know, Nick, they call you a white supremacist. You're here working with or for, you know, one of the most powerful black men, one of the wealthiest and most famous. But racists know how valuable racist black people are. Uh, a lot of people were saying on the right, specifically, don't platform them. And I said, well, I want to I want to understand what they're thinking and why they're thinking it. They're part of they're involved in what may be the biggest news story of the past week. And we have an opportunity to sit down and, and talk because the them. red media controls both sides. It just said it is simple. For clarity, he's not going on the communist media. He he took a list of names of executives throughout the media and highlighted all the ones that seemed Jewish and red. Now, some of them are Jewish, some of them aren't. And uh, now he's calling that the red media. He's, he's, he's really learning how to dog whistle pretty well. He's coming up with his own. Kanye, Mr. Ye, Ye West is coming up with his own dog whistles. Impressive. Simple as possible. Jared Kushner was next to Trump. Ron Emanuel was next to He already said this. Obama. But see, since 1940, go ahead. I was gonna say, isn't that an issue of these individuals? Like you, you're, you're extrapolating. I'm not having, I'm going to get, I'm going to order with the last of my money that's available in a different account, I'm going to order a PJ before I sit and have another Lex Friedman setup conversation. Lex Friedman was a Jewish individual who had a conversation with Yee West. Most people who observed it thought that Lex Friedman was actually very generous with Yee West, but Yee does not agree. 
when when I'm literally trying, they're trying to put me in jail for my opinion. But I, I'm I not, get that. I'm not going to have. No. No one's trying to put you in jail for your opinion. You're a rich person who's been fucking around with their money. They're looking at you for taxes. Shouldn't have been fucking around with your money. That opinion. I don't care about people. The people, those are bots that are trying to tell you. We realize, look at Penn. Wait, why would he buy pajamas before he has this conversation? Does he not like pajamas? Does he hate being comfortable? Because pajamas are comfortable. And this dude is sitting indoors in a fucking winter down coat. Like, maybe, like, I don't know if I'd want to wear something designed by Yee. He doesn't look like he wants to be comfortable. It's, he sold Trump out. You get what I'm saying? It's like, I would have never... Uh, wanted to do anything that hurt Trump. I'm on I'm on Trump's side. Trump said things that hurt me. He lied about me, but I mean, he's known for lying. And when people used to tell me that he's known for lying, I still think he's the best. That's insane. You know, he's a liar. It's like, you know, I went into the trenches for Trump. That's another conversation. There was no one in my position that wore that hat and all of my surroundings exhausted me. It was like basically what he is describing is that people trump was very unpopular among a lot of the people who would probably associate with ye west like ye has even said that he feels like he, he believes the obamas were manipulating his wife that which by the way ye just has one due to another never tell a woman that you don't believe her opinions are legitimately her own if you ever want to have sex with that woman again. Suggest it's not surprising you got divorced if you were telling your wife that you didn't believe that she believed the things that she was telling you she believed. Big red flags in a relationship, you. Big red flags. Like death by a thousand questions. I know I'm jumping to another. Oh, I'm sorry. What I was saying is that he got a lot of pushback and he interpreted the social pushback from a lot of people who would probably want to give pushback because you know trump notoriously unpopular with black people <laughs> except for black republicans who thought he was the bee's knees another thing yeah. but what i'm saying is i know you got a rep for your 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 people online but it's no, like no, you no, got no. a person in real life that no. i i'm not with it bro i lost the i i lost the money for the freedom of speech and that's what makes me the people not wanting to work with you is not something that is protected by free speech i'm sorry only American that we know that really deserves to run the country because everyone else, your boy DeSantis, Trump, whoever. Did he just say he's the only person who deserves to run America? Or, or is he talking about Trump? Well, let's find out. They, they, they raise an impeachy dish over on the Democrat side is, is going to play the game. Look, look and, like, here's what I was trying to get yeah. to. I, 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 you went right into the anti-Semite thing. I think it's something that should be talked about. But if you if you start bringing this up, you're going to ask my opinion on it. I'm going to disagree with you. I didn't I, ask I, your opinion on it. You no, jumped but, but, into it. But I, but I, Kanye believes that a conversation is him speaking at people. I don't you're, care about your opinion. I like your opinion on how we win a. A man who wants to run for president doesn't care about other people's opinions. That's actually like one of the worst things that can be true in a politician election but i don't care about anybody's opinion bro i lost they tried to put me in jail they blocked
the jail thing is very he hasn't substantiated very well potentially for tax fraud two two billion dollars i had like what i told farrakhan i said look oh is it anti-semitic for me to say his name out loud like i, I told a lot of people know who farrakhan is it's not anti-semitic just to say he exists see this is the thing like he really doesn't understand how cancel culture even works he just thinks that, like, oh, I say the word, people get triggered, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Minister. Yeah, the minister. <laughs> like, I tell Obama. Which... Creating their own dog whistles. Ridiculous. I met, met with him, too. Oh, he was, yeah, I mean, the uh, Jewish people allowed uh, Obama to meet with the minister. You know, that's just wrong and stupid. Barack Obama, the Jewish people did not allow Barack Obama to meet with Farrakhan. What happened was Barack Obama met with Farrakhan, and then when it came up during the election, he basically disavowed Farrakhan. It's not, it's not complicated. You're, you're reading shit into it, man. What do you mean the Jews allowed to him? Like, it doesn't make any sense. They all gathered at the... It, it, nonsense. They all just, like, gathered at the bagel shop and we're like okay it's okay this black college student meets Farrakhan I don't actually know if it was he was in college when he met him but I assumed so uh Farrakhan said well did he have the money the contract for the next four years if I hadn't done anything would have been 500 million dollars a year for four years what I was fighting for was the IP so my children could uh you know um I'm sorry, just sometimes I think about seven thoughts at one time because manic or ADHD or anxiety. Okay, it's a bunch of different ones. Okay, okay. Anything I see, I come up with like seven answers to it and then just <laughs> choose what it is. But, but I, what, the thing is when I said my children, the reason why my, my brain kind of blocked because it's like God is saying, you know, your, your children are going to be okay. The, you know, baby mama's got money right and now he's going to be paying her 200 $200,000 a month until those kids are grown god is using me he's breaking me down removing all of the you know richest person all of this so i can serve him and the more it's amazing how anti-semitic people can cling to judeo-christian shit you know, like it just it's like it's so fucking backwards, like it makes your mind do like flip flops, you know, like it just it doesn't it doesn't fucking make sense. It's like your God said the Jews were the chosen people, bro. What what are you doing? The more of those things are taken away from me, the more I can be empty and be a vessel and be able to be used. And right now it's like you're not. What does he think God would use him for? You know, like, where is this going? If, if, if it's scary that ye is putting this out here, it's scary. Like, yeah. I hope he doesn't own any guns. You're not going to take, if, if we can't, you're not going to take my pain away, right? The Jewish people say, it's the Holocaust, this happened, and you can't say anything about it. We can't take their pain away. No one's gonna denounce the fact that they tried to lock me up. That's what it could. Okay, so 
just the leaps in logic here are mind bending. Like he's literally saying that I'm not even actually 100% certain. Basically, just he lays out this thing where like he's like, yeah, we can't we can't question the Holocaust. We can't take away their pain. And then he's and then he comes up with it with. You know what they did to me? Like, are you saying you should be able to question the Holocaust because someone at some point tried to have you committed for your mental health? Because every time I'm just holding stride and it's like... And like, who can... I, I don't... I genuinely don't know who committed him. Like, who who took him in? I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't... I thought I was more Malcolm X, but I find out I'm more MLK because as I'm getting hosed down every day by the press and financially, I'm just standing there. And... Is, is he more Martin Luther King because he was... Because he wanted to use a hose metaphor? Like, like that's incoherent. That's like, it's, it's like saying I made up a fake thing. I made up an imaginary thing for how that I'm going to use to justify why I'm more like MLK than Martin Luther King, because I used the metaphor that's more Martin Luther King. It doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Like also like, and in what way do you think you are either of these people? Who I don't think were I don't think either of them were anti-Semitic. When when I found out that they tried to put me in jail, it was like a dog was biting my arm, and I I I, I almost. He, no, he's talking about the taxes thing again. He's talking about getting audited. What the? F what the fuck? I almost shed a tear, almost, but I still walked in stride through it. Yeah. I, I think I think they've been extremely unfair to you. I Who think. was they though? We can't. And now Kanye will try and get him to say that they is the Jews. Tell you they Co is corporate press. We? I'm not using the. I don't, I don't use the word as the, as the way I guess you, you guys use. I'm, I'm talking. It is about them though, isn't it? I mean, because <laughs> Nick Fuentes. No, come on, man. It's the Jews, bro. No, and, and because when you think <laughs> about it, consider it. In 2018. What do you mean it's not? It, what, what do I mean? Like, uh, uh, okay, so how about, are you leaving? Are you afraid of the press? And then he's Kanye gone. Walks I'll say it right you. now. Um, you guys, I, I, you guys want to bring that stuff up? And then have think the we're discussion. not going to have a conversation? Like, like have the discussion. Like you, you think, he, yeah, he's going to come in here and say, here's my pain, here's my suffering. I'm going to say, I hear you. And then he's going to say, and it was Jewish people. And I'm going to be like, okay, but don't you consider it? So I'm not going to do this. I, I, I refuse. Go, uh, make sure he's cool. All right, go for it. Luke and I will have a conversation. So uh, I can't say I'm surprised. Kanye's handler. What, 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 what? Milo Yiannopoulos is his, is, like Milo Yiannopoulos is literally doing the thing that Ye was accusing Jews of doing to various celebrities. Fucked up. What do I even do? Let's, Other than ask him, please elaborate on this. Are you referring to individuals? Or are you quite literally blaming an entire group of people for the fact that powerful individuals are causing you harm? I, I really wanted to ask Nick about his thoughts about MLK because I know they contradict uh, his comments. Apparently, Nick has also walked out, even though with zero fanfare about that. But but a, a, again, these are mass generalizations that don't really help anyone in my perspective. They just kind of that stoner looking dude hasn't said shit.
sound like their opposition. They sound what they're kind of going against, the woke mob that's always saying white men. White men are responsible for everything. When I see people just use generalizations, it kind of cheapens the conversations. It cheapens uh, a dialogue that we could have here that, that I was planning to, to, to talk to Ye about, specifically bringing up like, hey, let's actually talk about this in a real concise way. Let's not get emotional. Okay. We actually, there's 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 almost there's over an hour and a half more of this podcast and i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna watch it because i don't give a shit the point is is that shortly after basically ye left leaves and then tim pool just proceeds to essentially point out the fact that he's not an anti-semite tim pool is a lot of garbage ass things but he will not be associated with anti-Semitism, whether he... <sighs> and Yi just storms off. And, and, and so that's, that's like the problem, you know, man? That is the problem. Yi is a mentally ill man who is in a bad state where he is not going, where he has surrounded himself by garbage people who are going to take advantage of him, who are taking advantage of him. And he is not here to listen to other people. He is an egotist. That doesn't justify the way he's being used by Milo Yiannopoulos and Nick Fuentes. But it is also why he would be a terrible president. Being president has to mean that you believe in putting the people of society before you. Not view them as your subjects, your fans, your followers. And that's what he is doing. That's how ye would look at it. What did he say? I didn't ask you for your opinion. Every president in the world has had counselors, advisors, and people to step in and be like, are you sure that's what you want to do? And the thing is, is that people like Trump and ye don't like that. They don't respond to that. And on the one hand, that makes them sound good to certain paranoid people because like, oh, they can't be influenced. But the thing is, is to be a functional human being, you have to be semi-influenced. If you can't have a conversation or back and forth, if you can't hear out other people, if you can't take even the tiniest amount of pushback from Tim fucking Pool of all people, then you're not in a state of mind to be running a country. You certainly don't want to be running a country with people like Nick Fuentes and goddamn uh, Milo Yiannopoulos in your potential future cabinets. As hilarious as that SNL sketch would be, it would also be, you know, the worst thing to ever happen to America. You see, Donald Trump empowered a lot of racists and white supremacists. But Donald Trump's not going to come out, going to go up there and be like, 
All right. White people win. Throw the Jews in, in the locker. But, you know, Nick Fuentes would. I hope I hope I didn't have to explain to you how incoherent every single one of Yee's accusations actually was. I hope I hope you heard it too. I hope you saw it. I hope it stood out to you. I hope on some level you were like, "Oh yeah. This man is not forming any coherent argument and should not be listened to. The man can't put it together. And if they, if you, if you wildly gesturing conspiracies that you can't put anything substantial into is the most dangerous thing a person can do in the media. He is not being persecuted. Yi is someone who has perpetual. Yi is someone at a dinner party who won't stop farting. And I don't mean like medical condition, but like deliberately farting at everyone around him. And then when people get mad at him for farting directly in their goddamn faces, he's like, come on, can't we fart anymore? All right. Well, thank you for listening. If you like the podcast, please like or subscribe or follow or give a review wherever you are listening to this podcast at. Let them know. Let their algorithms know that you're down with the Ruben Ryan pa. Ruben Ryan uncut. Ruben uncut. Probably shouldn't give my last name on the internet. All right. I love you. Take your medicine if you need it and go to therapy. These things will make you healthy, wealthy, and wise. God bless. Side note, wealthy in spirit. I'm not going to promise you money.